the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Friday, August the 13th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Yes, it is Friday the 13th, but it is also the year of our Lord. Every day, every year is of the Lord, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ. Today on August 13, 1910, Florence Nightingale founder of Modern Nursing. She died in London. She was 90 years old. Today in 1521, Spanish conqueror Hernando Cortez, he captured uh, what is present-day Mexico City from the Aztecs. Today in 1846, the American flag was raised in Los Angeles for the first time. Today in 1860, legendary sharpshooter Annie Oakley. She was born in, I think it's pronounced Dark. It's D-A-R-K-E county in ohio maybe some of you are from there or have friends there maybe somebody's listening there i don't know but anyway she was born in that county ohio today in 1860 annie oakley today in 1889 william gray of hartford connecticut he received a patent for a coin operated telephone today in 1932 adolf hitler rejected the post of vice chancellor of germany said no i don't want it he said I'm going to hold out, these are his words, for all or nothing. Today in 1942, Walt Disney's animated feature, Bambi, had its U.S. premiere at Radio City Music Hall in New York. That was five days after its world premiere in London. Can you imagine a world premiere today of something like Bambi? It would have to have blood and guts and the gays and everybody would have to be a part of it to have a world premiere today in London. How we've changed. Today, 1961, East Germany officially sealed off the border between Berlin's eastern and western sectors, and they began building the wall that would divide the city for the next 28 years. Today, in 2004, TV chef Julia Child, remember her? She was one of the first, I think, on television doing what she did. She died in uh, Montecito, California. She was just two days short of her 92nd birthday, today in 2004. Isaiah told the people of God, Fear thou not. He was speaking the word of the Lord. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. If you ever feel like your life is out of control, just take a deep breath. and pause. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, now if you're not a Christian, this does not apply to you. But if you are a Christian and you feel a little overwhelmed and things are out of control, and we live in an out of control world for sure, take a deep breath. God has said to his people, and this is for all of us of all time, I will help thee. 
I will be with thee and my right hand of righteousness will assist you. Don't be dismayed. I am with you. That's the word of the Lord. I was reading in Psalm this morning, happened to be in uh, chapter 118, and uh, I read this verse. I want to share it with you. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I don't want to extrapolate too much out of that, but could it be that God, among other things, that God is saying to us in that verse, if you keep doing the works of the Lord, you'll never know. You you will eventually, it is appointed unto man once to die. But as long as we stay busy for the Lord, I think we find a vitality of life that may not be there otherwise. But I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. So God is telling us through his word today to live. Don't die, live and declare the works of the Lord. You say, what can I do? A lot of times people will say, oh, I'm just so upset about what's happening in our world. Gary, I just, what can I do? Well, there are several things you can do, but one of them is just declare the works of the Lord. And that doesn't mean you have to go rent a stadium and hold a crusade, but I mean, you'll be talking to someone today, perhaps. Look for a way to declare the works of the Lord, to speak well of the Lord, to somehow include the Lord in the conversation. That's what we do as salt and light in this decaying, dark world that we live in. I also was reminded, as I was reading from Psalms, I was reminded of Philippians 4.13, a verse that hopefully many of us have memorized. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Yes, you can as long as they are the things that God has ordered you to do. I've had so many conversations with kids as a youth pastor over the years. I was a youth pastor for a long time, longer than most of my peers were. They were looking forward to the day they could be a senior pastor. They wanted to get through the youth pastor phase as quickly as they could. Many of them did, and I don't say that with any, uh, I mean, that's great, but I just really felt called to be a youth pastor, and so I was for quite a long time, and God bless our efforts significantly, I would say, humbly. But uh, I've had so many conversations with kids over the years that they'd say, man, I can do anything as long as it's through Christ. In other words, Christ kind of became the vehicle to them to, you know, score 100 touchdowns or whatever if they were playing sports or football. That's not exactly what that means, but I can do all things as long as I'm walking in the path and the will of God and so on. I think you know that you're probably out of the youth group stage. At least most of you are. Some of you may be as old as over 40. Who knows? But we can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me, indeed. Hypocrisy is one of the, I don't know, it's one of the things that bother me a lot today in our culture. Not that I see myself as perfect. I'm certainly not. But hypocrisy is at an all-time high. There's a headline out this morning that says a full 72% of young black New Yorkers are about to be denied service and the right to work in the New York City restaurants, gyms, and theaters. New York Times is reporting that only 28% of black New Yorkers aged 18 to 44 years are vaccinated compared with 48% of Latino residents and 52% of white residents in that age group. That means that on September 13th in New York City, 
that's always, always yelling and railing about Black Lives Matter and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That means that on September 13th, when the city's vaccine passport law goes into effect, 72% of black New Yorkers aged 18 to 44 will be denied service as well as 52% of young Hispanics. It just takes them out of the mix. These people say one thing, the left, the progressive left, they say one thing, and then they do something very different. They are constantly, remember just how long ago was it when they were painting the streets of downtown New York City? De Blasio was right in the middle of it, painting them yellow with these big BLM, I mean, like in front of Trump Tower and, and so on. But that's meaningless. All it costs is a is a an hour or so of your time and a and a can of yellow paint. But when it really comes to what matters in life, they don't care about black lives. They don't matter. They make they make policy that undermines people of color, people of whatever, religious people. They don't care. They just want to do lip service. And this isn't something new to our culture. Jesus spoke very directly about hypocrisy. In fact, in Matthew 23, there's, in fact, if you if pastors want to preach a series on that, they do, and, and many many have. It, it isn't necessarily inspiring, but it's certainly informing. Jesus really didn't like hypocrisy. In fact, in Matthew chapter 23. There are what is often referred to as the seven woes, W-O-E-S, woes. It begins, I'm not going to go through all of them, but it begins with like the first one in Matthew 23:13. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. In Matthew 23:14. The second woe. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You devour widows' houses and make long prayers just for show. This is why you will receive a harsher punishment. And there are five more, and we won't go through that this morning. But hypocrisy is not something new to our culture. It's always been here because it's endemic in man's sinful, broken nature. Officials are reporting this week that they're finding 40% of the illegal immigrants, 40% that are being bused to cities in Texas and elsewhere are COVID positive. That's four in 10, 40%. You line up 10 people that are coming across our border illegally, four of them are COVID positive. That's up from 20% last week. Yet CNN is excoriating conservatives for even pointing out the crisis at the border Well, President Biden and Vice President Harris, they were once talking about this. She was tasked with fixing the border problem. Then she pivoted and said, no, 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 I'm not tasked with pivoting. Biden didn't know the difference. I mean, he was probably in his basement or taking a nap. I don't know what he was doing. But immediately after he assigned it, he said, she's very capable, blah, blah, blah. He was actually handing it off to her. I mean, everybody knew, even as little people out here knew that because he didn't want the responsibility of it, because it was out of control, because of his policies. It was in control when Trump was in office. 
I'm not defending Trump. It's just a fact. I mean, that is the way it was. It was well under control. Every border guy was saying that down there. So they come in, they impose these far-left progressive uh, policies, and all of a sudden the thing blows up. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows that it's a disaster on our southern border. And tens of thousands of people, undocumented, illegal, are just coming into the country. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they are. Nobody knows. They're just out there. Many of them, perhaps, are looking for a better life, and they're going to settle in, get a job, and become an American, at least in nature. But some of them aren't, and we don't know. That's what borders are about. That's why the Bible very strongly, very strongly teaches that God's will is for borders, national sovereignty. I mean, I've talked about it on this program. So that's where we are today. But Vice President Harris was tasked with fixing the border. She saw that, as Biden saw, they can't fix it. Their, Their policies are the problem. And they can't change their policies because their political base will turn on them. So she pivoted and she said, no, 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 I'm not supposed to fix the board. I'm supposed to root out or, or get to the root causes of it, of what's causing this. And so she visited Guatemala and El Salvador and I don't know, several other places down there, came home and gave two or three speeches, and they moved on. They kind of forgot about it, but it's still happening down there. And it's it's really a risk to our country, and particularly Texas, that has this huge border with Mexico. I mean, it's you've looked at a map. I mean, it's, it's amazing how far. And there's California and, and Arizona, certainly on either side, but, man, it, it's, it's amazing. So, anyway, uh, while the progressives are yelling at Texas— for not imposing enough COVID restrictions, 40% of the people that are being dumped into primarily Texas, but California and Arizona as well, 40% of them are COVID positive. Representative Ocasio-Cortez, she's been posting some fake pictures of the overwhelming grief that she experienced when she visited the border. I say this with no cynicism. I have a pastor's heart. But sometimes you just have to call things what they are if you want to be like Jesus. And I do. She's a flake. And she's a hypocrite to the core. There's certainly a crisis there, and it certainly touches the heart of every human being, or it should, to see those kids stacked up in the cages that Trump didn't build, (laughs) Barack Obama built and Vice President Joe Biden. I want to give you a little straight talk today about this matter and about hypocrisy in general because America is drowning in hypocrisy. Town Hall reports that the risk of angering a CNN anchor who has excoriated conservatives for noticing the intersection of the border and the COVID crisis in Texas, the city of Laredo, is fueling this demonization with that additional facts. <laughs> Officials now say that the jurisdiction has turned away buses filled with migrants after discovering that approximately four in 10 have tested positive for COVID. A number of news sources are reporting this yesterday and this morning. The unmitigated mess at the border, Town Hall says, 
is a caricature of failed progressive governance. Indeed, it is. Laredo Mayor Pete's uh, uh, sign, he says that the percentage is very, very high. It could be more than 40%. Laredo Health Authority, Dr. Victor Trevino, he confirmed the numbers yesterday to the press as the highest they've seen. He noted that just last week's numbers were 15% in McAllen, Texas. However, later it was reported that, no, they were 20% in McAllen, Texas, and now they're 40%. Of every illegal that's coming across the border that they're testing, and they're not testing a lot of them, they're finding now the average is 40%. In response, local officials have contracted bus companies to transport migrants arriving from the Rio Grande Valley. That's what I was talking about last week on this program. They've contracted these buses to take them to larger cities across the state. But by not admitting migrants on the McAllen buses, the city is not required to test them for the coronavirus, and they could forward the migrants anywhere they want, and they're doing that now. So we don't really know if it's merely 40% or even more. So progressives are screaming at Texas for not imposing enough COVID mandates, even though various mitigation and vaccination efforts are underway in Texas. They're doing stuff there. I'm not suggesting that the border crisis is solely responsible for the current spike in COVID cases in the U.S. that we're experiencing like right now, this week. But it's certainly a part of it. But nobody wants to say so in the administration. What I'm highlighting is the naked hypocrisy and the failing policies of the left, so-called progressives. It's the same kind of thinking that Jesus Christ was addressing back in his day. The religious people in those days were standing on the corner praying out loud so everybody would see them, so that they would know that they were holy and pious and righteous. And Jesus said, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're a hypocrite. These are Jesus' words. We have a form of that today in 2021. Not long ago, progressive politicians were lining up to share their grief and their anguish over the conditions at the border. How deeply troubled they were over the plight of the undocumented migrants. Oh, it's so bad. For the most part, they were blaming Trump, of course. I don't know how many times I've heard Jen Psaki, who is the current press secretary for the president, Biden, heard her say, well, we inherited a very, very difficult a matter of difficult situation on the border. No, they didn't. They inherited one of the best controlled borders that we've had in recent years. It just was. It's a matter of fact, and everybody knows it. And they know that everybody knows it, but they say it anyway. They don't care. That's hypocrisy. You just say things. Because the end that you're working toward is so noble that it justifies all means. All means are justified. If you want need to lie, just lie. And that was kind of a form. I don't know if it was thought out that well with the Pharisees, but that's what Jesus was addressing. You've studied the law, he said. You know what the, the word says. And yet you live as with all of the attention focused on yourself. And your words are flowery and pious and religious and 
he said in one case where Jesus was addressing this, he said, you're like a, like a tomb, like a whited sepulcher. You're rotten on the inside and whitewashed on the outside. The pictures of politicians expressing their concerns began appearing on the social media only minutes after they arrived. There's a busload of them went down there. It's been a month or two ago now. They went to their chosen border location when Kamala Harris went there. She didn't even go to where the action is. She didn't go to where the where the illegals are really pouring across the border. She went somewhere away so it could be highly controlled, completely controlled. She could go in, make a, a speech and laugh a little and leave. I mean, that's what she does. It's sad, but it's true. It's really sad. If Biden were deposed and couldn't function, she would be the president of the United States. Don't think about that too long or you'll really get depressed. But the pictures of these politicians expressing their concerns began appearing on social media right after they'd been there, of course, and that's what they do. But one public servant in particular was moved with anguish and deep emotion. She was so moved by what she saw and these children, and they are, they're stacked up like cordwood in these cages. I mean, I'm seeing current pictures of them. I'm paying attention to it. It's a, it, It's horrible. It's horrible. And, and they're just pushing more kids into these cages and adults. She was moved with anguish and deep emotion. She wept. In fact, she was so convulsing in her in her weeping, she was, had to put her hand on a on a cyclone fence and, and hold herself upright to keep from slumping to the ground. But apparently they were crocodile tears. Fox News says previously unpublished pictures of Ocasio-Cortez, it was Ocasio-Cortez herself who was so moved when she was looking at these children that are so abused, all stemming back to the Trump administration, of course. She could hardly control herself as she looked through the fence at the children. Now Fox News is reporting. In fact, the guy that wrote the report is the guy, his name is Greg Ree. He's the producer of the Tucker Carlson show on, on Fox. He says previously unpublished pictures of Ocasio-Cortez in tears near a border detention facility in Torino, Tur- uh, Texas, came to light earlier this year when a photographer, Ivan Aguirre, he posted them on his, vid- uh, on his Twitter account. Observers quickly noticed... <laughs> You can't miss it. That Aguirre only posted photos of Ocasio-Cortez crying without clearly showing what she was looking at. And after other photos came to light, it appeared there wasn't much in front of her. She wasn't even at the facility where the children are. She was looking across a field. She was standing alongside a road while her photographer took multiple pictures of her weeping and convulsing. And there was nothing in front of her except fields and a road. Way in the distance, you could see the facility where the kids really were. Of course, fact check jumped in and said, no, 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 that's not right. Somebody said it looks like a parking lot that she's looking at. They said, no, 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 it wasn't a parking lot. Well, they were right. It wasn't a parking lot, but it certainly wasn't where the kids were. It was just 
a place to pull over off the road so she could stage these pictures and stage this grief. PJ Media's Jim Teacher, he tweeted, was weeping over an empty road, not a parking lot. Congressman said of the photos that she would never forget this because it was the moment that I saw with my own eyes that America I love was becoming a nation that steals refugee children from their parents and caged them. More kids die after this. To date, no one has been held accountable. We need to save these kids. It was all a fake. She was acting. She was weeping and convulsing in front of the camera, in front of a video, so they could put it on social media. And she was alone. They had found a convenient place to stage all of this. Oh, she would probably go to the facility and see the kids, but this was all about hypocrisy. I wrote a story on this today. There's a lot more information in it, and I've linked to all these sources. Our culture is drowning in deception. This week, our elected officials, including 19 Republicans, passed Biden's $1.2 trillion infrastructure package in the Senate. It's all but sure to pass the House next month when the public servants go back to work after their vacation. A new Rasmussen poll found that 50, yesterday, 51% of likely U.S. voters agree with Republican Senator John Kennedy's statement. He's not related to those Kennedys. He's a Republican, but he's... Senator John Kennedy, he's very conservative. He said, here's what he said, quote, they told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. The rest is New Green Deal and welfare. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. We're going to have to borrow maybe up to $400 billion to pay for it. Hypocrisy. Earlier this week, Rasmussen found that only 35% of likely voters from both parties think the country is headed in the right direction. How did America get to this point? Charles Finney, Charles Finney was a 39-year-old lawyer when he noticed he was studying law. There was a guy named Blackstone that was well-known in England, and he wrote a lot of the law commentaries. And he later codified civil law from biblical teaching. And that was the basis of our beginning of our legal system in America. So Blackstone is well known. Well, Finney was reading, he's 39 years old, he was reading from Blackstone's law commentaries. So he bought a Bible. He thought, man, this is interesting. On October 10th, 1821, he decided that he was going to really explore this. And he was going to pray and find out if there really was a God. So he took this Bible he had bought and been reading. And he said, I'm going to go into the woods. That would be the forest here in the Northwest. But go into the woods. And he said, I will give my heart to God or I will never come down from there. So he really had a hunger for God. He describes his his experience there. It's very, very moving and very, it's it's a blessing. But after several hours, he returned to his office, a changed man. He began presenting a gospel to whomever he talked to with a convincing lawyer's argument. Soon he began crusades. They grew. In fact, it was Charles Finney who began the tradition of an altar call. He started that in Rochester, New York in 1830. Later, The altar call would be carried on by Dwight Moody, Billy Sunday, Billy Graham. But he's the one, Finney, that started that. He inspired, informed, assisted people. He's the one that said, if immorality prevails in the land, the fault is ours, Christians, pastors, leaders. And he said, if if Satan rules the halls of legislation, the pulpit 
is responsible for it. I think we need to take responsibility and stand up for Jesus. I'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.